some podcasts only have the mental aptitude and stamina to talk about one thing, but not this one. This is Meek with the Deets. Meek with the Deets. If it's the entertainment industry, singers, rappers, actors, sports, politics, we're talking about it. Plus, we cover health and fitness, workouts, mental health, positive affirmations, manifestations, and everything in between. Let's get on with the show! Buckle in and get ready for the ride. This is Meek with the Deets. What's up? It's Meek with the Deets. It's May, y'all. I can't believe May is over. May is come and gone, officially. A few more days left. It's not a lot of time, people. Time is going by fast. So what's up? What's popping? What's been going on? Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Be right back with some Deets. Okay, so June is right around the corner. We have two important holidays in June. I think two. I mean like real holidays, not like the bullshit holidays people make up, but like real holidays. American holidays, I should say. Juneteenth and Father's Day. And I'm not going to put them in no particular order, so don't at me. At your mama. This marks the second year that we're going to be celebrating Juneteenth. So I'm really excited, but I'm not doing anything. I don't have anything planned. Nobody's doing a cookout or anything major. And then Father's Day. I'm excited. It's Father's Day. I have some plans, um, maybe. But I want to know what you all have planned. And also, I can give you guys some tips on what to get the father in your life. The father, the baby daddy. The zaddy, the dude that come around and act like a dad, um, the donor, if you want to get them something. So, yeah. And I may have some guest speakers on this show today. Uh, number one, my husband. Number two, the husband's friend or our friend. Two males. I want to get the male perspective on this Father's Day issue because... People always think that the fathers go unnoticed on Father's Day and um, there's not a big hoopla on Father's Day like it is on Mother's Day. So I'm here. I want to hear what they have to say. So hopefully we'll get them on and we can get to rapping about this Father's Day topic, this debatable topic, and see what you guys think. What's up, y'all? I'm back. And guess what? I got my guest speakers, the men, the fathers, came aboard. Got Jamal, my husband. Say what's up, Jamal. What's up, everybody? Got Marcus, the homie. Hey, hey, hey. And we're going to get into this Father's Day debate. So who wants to start it? I think, um, you know, uh, I think, you know, Father's Day uh, 
It's not like uh, Mother's Day. You know what I mean? Mother's Day is celebrated along like like Christmas. Father's Day is more like Columbus Day. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you know how like Mother's Day, you know, you, you go to a restaurant or whatever. It's, it's packed. There's a waiting list. You got you, know, you got to go sit in the car for an hour and a half, two hours. Wait for the little buzzer to come in. Father's Day get here. These jokes, these jokes, you know, you walk in there, the lights off. You know, y'all open? Yeah, we open. Like, oh, okay. They turn on, turn on the uh, lights on, turn the AC on. They wipe down the tables. They turn, turn the power on. So it's definitely a difference. Well, that's because the fathers, most of the fathers on Father's Day want to grill because the guys think they're like grill masters. So the restaurants are empty because most of the guys at home grilling, they don't want the wives, the, the wives to grill because they just, you don't know how to cook on the grill. So then they take over the grill and that's why the restaurants are crowded. And I disagree. I, mean, I, think, I, think, I think men don't like spending money like that. So when Mother's Day get here, y'all want money to be spent, right? So when it comes out of there, we like, um, now you ain't going to spend no money. I can, I, we can save this couple of dollars and I can go throw some on the grill. What you think? Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> we do like saving money, but at the same time, men like going out to eat. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think there's anything wrong or weird against going out to a nice restaurant. But a way to a man's heart is a stomach. You all know that if you got, if your wife is in there burning in that kitchen for Father's Day, making your favorite meal, y'all gonna want that more than going to a restaurant. First of all, you're talking to two married men. Right. And um, that's gonna be happy. We both have wives, and our wives don't cook that much. And I, I promise you that. Okay. So, uh, okay. So that's not to act like our wives cooking Monday through Friday and everything. You know what I mean? Y'all cooking maybe once, twice a week. I know mine is. I hope y'all listen to this. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think like um, I just think it's. I mean, like I said, it's kind of like just think it's just how this is the thing. Like even with Christmas and like anniversaries, y'all want money to be spent. So if if in our mind we the household we want like all right, we only want to spend X amount of dollars. Y'all want all this stuff. Y'all don't care about the money. Y'all want the big the big flashy stuff. Like that, you just spend all that, spend the whole budget. Just give me a uh, some slippers, hell, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like I don't want you to spend no money. So. I was gonna ask you that. Like, what's so? What's y'all's ideal Father's Day? Because this this segment, I I gave some. I'm going to give some good gifts for Father's Day gift ideas. So, what's your, what's YouTube's ideal Father's Day gift? Uh, ideal for me, um, to your point, I guess cooking some of my favorite. Dishes will be good. Uh, cologne, or even going out to one of my favorite restaurants. It's, it's cool. I'm cool with those. What about you, Walker? Yeah, I think. Um, and you know, so you say cook, cook one of your favorite dishes because they don't cook. See, every night they don't cook. So you want them to cook. See, but now nah, I want. Um, I want you like you know maybe like nice little cologne, maybe a nice little shirt. You know what I mean? Not from Fashion Nova or Shine, Shane, whatever. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Hook me up with something. What's wrong with Fashion Nova? Well, it tells me like that. First of all, I'm too big for Fashion Nova. I don't think that's going to be fitting. So it's a 2X. It's going like a medium. But I'm like, you know, <laughs> shoot. But I don't know. I think, um, you know, kind of go back a little bit. I think like with Mother's Day, we've always given praise for mothers, it seems like. You know what I mean? The fathers is always kind of like, you know how y'all women be like, this is my baby. This is my child. And it's always just a thought process like, y'all act like y'all do it by yourselves and we don't help. So I think like, when Mother's Day get here, it's always like mothers, mothers, mothers. When Father's Day get here, it's like, you know, mm, <laughs> right. we might do a little something for you. Right. I want to tell this this story real quick, and I want to hit the mic. I'll just tell the story. My very first first uh, Mother's Day slash Father's Day. My baby was uh, was born in March, right? So Mother's Day was two months later, right? So I'm telling my mother, I'm telling my wife, look, we gotta go, right? Because you know how Mother's Day church be, right? They gonna be packed. So we got to get in there. 
So they're like, so I'm rushing. Come on, let's go, let's go. Like, I ain't trying to sit in the back on the overflow. So we get there. I'm rushing on the car. Let's go, let's go. I got the, got the, got the, got the baby in the uh, car seat thing, whatever you call it. The, uh, and we get to the thing, and it's pretty bound on the usher, whatever. It was like, man, man, man. <laughs> now, nah, Chi-Chant, this is the day for the ladies, whatever, right? So you're going over there, over there, next, over there, over there. that's the, uh, the, over the overflow. Uh-uh. So all the men had to go to the, the overflow. And all the uh-uh. women had to go to church. Mm-hmm. So the whole church service was about Wonder Woman. And they was going to be like, I'm a woman and I ain't great because whatever. W is for this and O is for this. So we all in the going like overflow. It's cold as mother they drink, right? We all in all close up and look at the, 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 the service on a box TV and everything. You know, we're like, this is a mood or whatever. So when it was all over with Father's Day come next month, whatever it was, I said, Oh, it's my turn, right? Yes, sir. Y'all better come on. I'm saying right now, no, get your coat because that overflow is cold, John. It wasn't nobody at the front door to tell nobody where uh-huh. to go. I'm like, man, man, you gonna make the guy go to the overflow? Now they come on in, come on in, right? Uh-huh. So we go on, we go on the drink. It wasn't no, like, you can sit wherever you want to sit. The pastor, the same pastor who did Mother's Day was on Father's Day. His whole sermon was about how he he had a a, a, a daughter out of wedlock at first, and then they wasn't close and. She turned to be gay and hey fellas, you gotta do better with you gotta do better with having a forced relationship with your kids. And I'm like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> you gave them a whole goddamn theme, theme and everything. And we, I enjoyed. think you exaggerate. I promise you. I'm I not. think you exaggerate. I, I, no I, I can call my wife right now. I call her right now for the phone. Ain't no way. But yeah, so that's how it is. <sighs> we gotta change that. It ain't never gonna change. You don't think? Nah. Ain't never gonna change. I mean it's more it's more deadbeat dads. Than it is good that, and that's so, why it's not gonna change. So it's always that's always gonna be. I mean, I know now. I know more good dudes, good father. Like you said, I think, you, I think when you talk when you talk one time before, you said you came with a two household, no two or two parent household, yeah, right? Two parent, yeah. You no, know, I remember my man Ron, and, and um, he was a two two parent household, right? So my father, I ain't never. I think I let my father like maybe a couple of months, or whatever. Like you know what I mean? But my mother and father wasn't never together, right? I was on my, my boy Ron house in 10th grade. He and his father was arguing. And my dumb ass ignorance, like, they must have been arguing with your daddy. He might leave you. You won't have no father no more. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. So. Well, so how was your, you said you grew up with a two-parent household. So, like, Father's Day was a big deal in your house, Jamal? No. It wasn't a big, <laughs> it wasn't a big deal because, like you said, my dad, he was just, he was good with just staying home sure. and have my mom cook, you know, yeah. some of his favorite dishes. So, that, that was, you know, that was good for him. Mm-hmm. And to Marcus' point, um, I guess, like you said, I guess it is unfortunately more bad dads than it is good dads. And so as a whole, we're not celebrated on a level as mothers on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and that's why I say it goes back to like, um, I think I think part of it too is to be honest with you, women, that's their thing. Like, not even just Mother's Day, just, in, like I said, just in general, they want, it's my day, celebrate me, I'm, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. No, whereas men is kind of like, man, whatever. Like you say, go throw, go throw some stakes out there. Let's keep, let's keep it moving. Like I ain't trying to waste a whole bunch of money on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But how was that for you? Because I know I don't know what that feel like. You know, because um, like I told my son, I told my older son who's fifteen. I said, listen, um, I didn't have no example to follow. Right. You know what I mean? My father even one time told me, said, man, you know, good job as a dad. I, I give you, I give you props. He said, you didn't learn that shit for me. So my thing was, I tell my son all the time, look, man, like I ain't had no example. So um, whatever I do or don't do, I mean, I don't know. I'm learning how I go. So, so 
when you get older and you have your kid, you gonna probably take some stuff from me. I'm gonna buy some stuff like I ain't never gonna do that mine. Like, did you did that help you be a, a, a the father you are today? Being able to see a see a man coming up? Uh I, I guess to to a certain degree it did. Uh, I know my dad was he was he was very he was a disciplinarian mm-hmm. with my sister and I. So he was very strict and yeah, he was real strict. Yeah. But you know, it's like a catch twenty two because sometimes how your parent is, you you like strive to be the exact opposite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a catch twenty two. Yeah, I try not to be too strict with with my daughter because you know it's like it's like she says catch twenty two. You don't want to be that parent that's too strict, and then your kid gonna run wild. Yeah, yeah. But then you don't want to be not strict. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's that happy medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then like so, I didn't grow up with my dad in the household, but still, I look at Father's Day like a big deal, like. Not saying like a big day, like I'm gonna throw a party or cabaret, mm-hmm. but at least to honor, even even though Jamal's not the father of my kids, I still honor his, him as mm-hmm. a father on my day. Buy him a gift, do some mm-hmm. most of the time it's cook. Mm-hmm. I think he preferred me to cook than to go out and eat, but so and and that's so I just got that on my own. I didn't get that from growing up with my father in the household because he didn't. Yeah, I got you, but I think too, I think like, um. I guess I just think in general, like, because, you know, coming up, we always salute mothers more than we salute fathers anyway. You know what I mean? You know how it was, like, somebody talking about your mother, you be ready to fight, not with your mother. You know, somebody talking about your father, your father, oh, what? man, what, what up, he can, he can fit himself, chat. Like, you know what I mean? So, so you know, I, I, like, for example, like, my son, I, I raised my, well, I got to be better than my younger son, but my older son, no, when your mother pulls up, you need to go outside, greet her, see if she needs anything for you to bring in the house, your bag, whatever, 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 whatever. I said, I'm good. Don't worry about me, Jam. Like, I, I'm getting in the house when I get in the house. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever, whatever. So I think, like, part of that is is, 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 is the love we have for the ladies. And, you know, and, and, I, and I know I try to make sure he's real close to his mother because, you know, I always come up and say, well, how you treat your mother? How they going to treat you? So, mm-hmm. so I'm like, make sure you treat mama right because then I don't want you to be missing out on some good stuff, some good woman. You know what I mean? Because you, your mama ain't got a good relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And I know, like, with Malik, with my son, by him not, growing up on the later half of his life with his dad. So he has this whole thing in his mind, sort of kind of like you, of how he's going to be just by how his father was not. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember Kanye West, it's, it's retarded and crazy Kanye West. I remember a long, long time ago, he said, like, he basically grew up with only a mother, right? And he said, like, when you go up around a mother, you don't have no father around you. They're like, man, man, stop all the crime. So you see a woman, woman, like, if you know they're supposed to go out and do something, then then they're not going out. They be pouting and you know, and that's what you see. So you don't have anybody there to tell you, man. You know what I mean? So that's how you end up being because that's who that's who that's what you see. And you see a lot of what he is today is because of that. And I and I can feel that because I'm the same way with a lot of stuff. Like I be knowing like you should be tripping off that because I just go with my mother. You know what I mean? It is what it is. And my mom like you tripping whatever, but whatever. I'm all you know your feelings is your feelings. You still going with it. You know what I mean? So. But I think I do think like with Father's Day, like I don't think it's gonna get no better because you know I think it's gonna. Be, I, I think it's. Nah, I shouldn't say that. I think it's better than it was say when I was when I you know when the pastor basically gave us that, bad, that terrible service. <laughs> I would say I think it's a little bit better. I think so. I'm but it won't be. But it won't be. But it won't be. It, I don't think it never be on Mother's Day level. But did you better. call the restaurant and see if they were when you try to make a reservation? I did. I. Uh... You made it. 
I was able to make it. Yeah, it was, I wouldn't <laughs> say was I wouldn't for Father's okay. Day. I wouldn't say it was wide open. Uh huh. But it definitely wasn't sold out like when I tried to make reservations well, for us. But that's because men don't want to cook. They rather take the mother and the mom out to eat. I bet you as soon as that person hungry for it, this nigga gonna make a reservation. I want some. Hey, just come on in. But no, I think I think you keep saying that, but I think I think fathers do like going out or wouldn't mind going out. Okay, so maybe it's just a myth, or maybe that's just what people think that men, most men, don't want to go out to eat, so they like, um, nah, we just gonna cook for them because you know we think it's gonna be cute. Cook. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So y'all, so y'all, you all telling the people now, like, nah, take us out. We want to go out to eat too. Yeah, man. Book, book them reservations. Yeah. For I mean, Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah I mean, Every time changes because I'm telling you, I took my wife to uh, she wanted to go to Cheesecake Factory and then she wanted like three cheesecakes to go. I said, Oh, I can't wake up. I've been at work just looking at all kinds of things about restaurants. Cheesecake Factory, about $40 a piece. I'm gonna get mine. Just believe it. We're gonna go to uh, what's the double eagles? What's the thing? Uh, yeah, they'll frisk I know where I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna cheddar because you know, cheddar's cheap. I'm like, I love cheddar, but we ain't gonna cheddar today. Go to Ocean Prime. What else is that? Uh, oh, no, no, I can't give them a free plug. Right? Same plan. We give them a free plug, but. But yeah, so. Well, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe this podcast, y'all telling people, you know, look, ladies, moms, girlfriends, daughters, mm-hmm. nieces, take your man out to a restaurant for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. He don't care. He he really don't want you to cook. He he want to go out to a night. He wants fine dining too. Yes. Okay, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. You're right, guys. All right, y'all. So, hey, that's that's the tips. That's the deets from Marcus and Jamal. Peace out. Peace. Peace, y'all. Uh, <laughs> this, look, this is their first time recording, yeah, so we're yeah, we working it out, working y'all. Out, but yep. it's all good. All right, y'all. So, what do you guys think about Father's Day? Like, what's a good gift to give the dude, the father in your life? Most of the times, the men already have everything, so you're like running around frantically. You don't want to give them the same thing like cologne, tie, slipper, sweater, drawers, underwear, <laughs> pajamas. <laughs> I'm going off the top of my head, but anyway. So I am on New York, I guess it's New York Mag.com, it's NY Mag. Dot com nym like mary ag.com and they have the best father's day gift for every type of dad they have some gifts that are under $25 cuz you don't have to spend a lot one particular one that stands out is this uh travel gear pack it's a starter kit it's really nice it uh has like packing cubes that can help him organize his things packing cubes are like amazing when it comes to packing a suitcase like they make things so much easier so these cubes will help him fit everything in his carry-on so he doesn't have to pay extra to check his luggage this is for the traveler dad in your life now for the grill master because everybody has a man male grill master in their family they have the grilling equipment um and this one is called the swiss it's well they say it's the swiss army knife of grilling equipment because it actually combines a spatula a grill fork tongs and more and there's a built-in bottle opener for dads because you know most dads like to crack open a bottle beer while they're out there cooking on that grill now for the dads who love watching tv like netflix shows and like eating popcorn while they're watching the shows 
they have some uh, a popcorn seasoning by Flavor Call. You just add a little small amount to your popcorn and it makes your popcorn taste amazing. Like it gives it like a thousand times more flavor than just a regular popcorn. For your fire pit daddies, they have some tumbleweeds fire starter kits to help them get the fire starter going. They have, now for the, the germaphobe dad, this is funny, they have a, a UV clean sanitizer bag. So what this is, is it's an actual yeah, container, I guess, so to speak. So instead of wiping his phone down with the Clorox wipe every night, he can just pop this thing in a pouch and it clears away all the bacteria from it in minutes. For the daddies with a little bit of allergy issues, they have they say this Panaris nasal emollient is some of the best nasal uh, like softener out there. It's approved by NASA. It helps relieve sore and stuffy sinuses. For the dad who always likes his beverages cold and likes it to stay cold. Hell, I like my beverages cold. I like it to stay cold, too. Why is this just for dads? Shit, I'm about to buy me one. But it's Brewmate. It's a three-in-one beverage container. Um, so it keeps your stuff really, really cold. For the baseball dads, they have something called a dad cap. You can get it in his favorite baseball team's color, um, but it won't have the logo. And for the dads who still likes to play games, they say this past the Panda game is really, really good um, for kids. And they can play with their kids or they can, you know, play with adults. For the dad with the razor burns, I never heard of this. It's called Tend Skin. It's a skincare solution. It's fragrance-free, astringent formula. It's good for razor burns. For those fit athletic dads, they have these antimicrobial, I fucked that up, antimicrobial compression socks that are good to wear when you're running. Oh, this is a good dad. This is a good gift for my dad, or AKA my husband, lobster. For the dad who loves or who lives for lobster, they have this uh, scissors that apparently is just made for eating lobster. So it's a, a cutting shear scissor, and you use it to cut the shell off the lobster because that's like the hardest thing to do is getting that damn shell off the lobster. That's the part I hate about cooking lobsters, taking that shell off. It's like the shell is holding on for dear life. Like, no, don't take my shell. No, don't take my shell. Ooh, for under $50. Let's go to that one. Under $50, you got the whey protein. I like this one. Optimum Nutrition. I've tried that before. It's very, very good. I don't know why they say get that for dads, but... Get that for dads, and you can drink it too, ladies. For the dad who's a wine enthusiast, they have a wine cooler sleeve by La Crusette. Is that how you say it? La Crusette? For under $50. It keeps their wine cold. That's pretty neat. Yeah, they have some nice stuff on this website. Let's see. Oh, this is absolutely amazing. This is a radio. Like, worst case scenario, this is like how I felt when COVID happened. Like, we're about to be living, like, in some borrowed times. We're not going to have any radio, no TV, no nothing. This is like a some kind of power battery-operated radio. That's pretty cool. Then they have a white noise sound machine for the dads who have a hard time going to sleep at night. You know, white noise, like uh, it's like a sleep amplifier. It makes you go to sleep faster for some people. For some people. I never tried it, but for some people. 
Then they have the infamous Yeti Rambler. This is a 30 ounce stainless steel vacuum insulated tumbler. It's a travel mug. It's pretty cool to keep your, your hot items hot and your cold items cold. But yeah, they have a lot of cool stuff on here. A hot sauce making kit um, for the, the dog dads. They have a, I don't know why this would be considered a gift for the dad. But anyway, it's a chase fur pet bed. Okay, I mean, some people are into that. But yeah, go check out. Um, then they have stuff under $100. They have the Amazon Echo. They have a, a trigger start tor torch. I don't know what that would be for. Wood or charcoal burning. Oh, okay. Oh, this is pretty cool. A Polaroid instant camera. I forgot they bought that back out. That's under $100. It's actually on sale for $85. 15% off. So, yeah, check out www dot nymag.com for lots and lots of other great Father Day gift ideas if you haven't gotten anything for the father in your life yet or the zaddy. You're welcome. This stuff has been going on um, the past couple of days. You know, we had that terrible elementary school shooting in Texas, which I don't like to talk about. Uh, then, you know, just, and then the shooting in Buffalo. So I was thinking, I was like, you know what? This didn't happen when Obama was in office. We didn't have all these issues when Bo was running the country. We didn't have high ass $5 a gallon, well, at least in my area, $5 a gallon gas. We didn't have these high-priced homes on the market. We didn't have crazy motherfuckers shooting up schools. What else has been? It's just, it's unbelievably crazy what we've had to go through with uh, 45 and, and now 46. Is it 45 and 46? Anyway, the orange man and the old man. It's just, uh, it's mind-boggling. Then the Democrats against the Republicans. Hey, this is a major year too, y'all. Whatever state you live in, you guys got to get out there and vote for these congressmen and women and these senators. This is going to be like a major year. I keep telling people like the presidential election is important. It's, yeah, it's important, but that congressional and Senate vote federal on the federal level is 100 times more important than the presidential election because those are motherfuckers that pass all the bills, all the legislations, and whoop-de-whoop -whoop before it even gets to be signed off on by the president. So it has to go through them going back and forth debating, uh, yes, no, yes, no, to even get to the president to pass. So y'all start, start doing your research. Stop just sitting back watching fucking Netflix and fucking, I don't know, Hulu and whatever the hell else you guys watch. Pay attention to that shit. Like, for real. Because the shit is getting out of hand. And in Maryland, I don't know if I talked about it the last episode. Maybe I did a little bit. But in Maryland, we have our uh, governor's race this year. So we have the chance of getting a new governor. Um, Governor Hogan, this is his last term, and now we can pick a new one. And I never liked Governor Hogan. 
Um, number one, he's Republican. Uh, but I talked to so many people, they're like, oh, Hogan did so much for Maryland. Where? Taxes high as hell in Maryland. High as hell. What else did he do? Long pause because I'm waiting. Another long pause because I'm waiting. And then they put up all these speed cameras and red light cameras. Where's the money going? Y'all can't see my eyes blinking, but long pause, eyes blinking. Where, where's the money? I see that they're like doing construction on like major highways that's taking like five, six, seven, eight years. Who's the contractor on these jobs? I'll wait. Long pause. Eyes blinking. So yeah, get out there and vote this year. Start looking at this shit now. Go on, go on Google, ask Google or Jeeves. Is Jeeves even around anymore? Ask Google, ask uh, Safari. I don't know who else. Ask, ask your mamas. Ask somebody. But start researching the people in your state, in your area, that are up for re-election in Congress and in the Senate. And do your due diligence. Do what your ancestors died for. I'm, I'm, t- I'm speaking to the people of color because our ancestors died for this shit and fought and died for this shit. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. You feel me? So get out there and research that shit. Go stand in line. You can even do, I think it's not too late. You can even mail your shit in. But research, don't just vote on the person whose name sounds familiar. Research that person. Research what their platform is. If it jives with your platform or things that you're um things that are important for you in your life then vote for that person and you know what to be honest it doesn't even matter if they're republican or democrat or independent it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what your affiliation is research people and see if they are going to offer you what you need in your life the best option because shit's getting out of hand pretty soon it's i don't know it's it's going to be like, it's just, it's just crazy. So I already have in mind uh, someone that I'm researching for the Maryland's governor race. His name is Westmore. I think I talked about it. I had to go back and listen to my other episode. But so I'm researching him and then the comptroller of Maryland. I might be messing up his name. Francois or Francois is running. And he has a black female running mate. So there's two people, Maryland folks. There's two people. I gave you two people to research now, so you don't have no excuse. You have until now, May, until November to get your shit together, research, and let's make this election year better than all the other election years, non-presidential ever in the history of elections. Okay? Thank you very much.
tell you all about what I've been trying for the past week. It's not, it hasn't even been a week. It actually, it's only been like two days, but for the past few months, I've been listening to a lot of Esther Hicks and um, Abraham and a lot of Napoleon Hill and a lot of other people uh, that speak about law of attraction and manifestation. So I don't know why, but um, the past couple of days, I just happened to catch a segment, one of uh, Abraham and Esther's segment on uh, segment intention. What segment intention is, like each part of your life is a segment, just like my episodes, just like my show. We have, I have segments in my show. So each part of your life is a segment. What you have to do, because and you have to kind of be, well, not kind of, but you have to be proactive. So you have to put yourself in the mind frame before you get in that situation instead of getting in that situation and then putting yourself in the mind frame to get yourself out of the situation. So here's an example. So you wake up. That's one segment. Well, as soon as you wake up, you set an intention on how you want that segment of your life to be. For example, boom, 4 a.m., I wake up. Open my eyes. I intend, or it is my intention to get out of this house on time without any problems. Boom. Get in the car. That's another segment. I, it is my intention to have the smoothest ride into work with no traffic, no issues, no problems whatsoever. Boom. Get to the gym. Next segment. It is my intention to get through this workout efficiently and as quickly as possible. It is my intention to not have anybody hogging the machines. It is my intention to not have anybody in my way in the gym. And it is my intention to get through this workout smoothly. Boom. Get in the car from the gym on my way to work. Here's another segment. It is my intention to not, and don't say, okay, so you can't say like a not, you can't say a negative. So you have to say like a positive. So it is my intention to have the best day ever at work. It is my intention for everyone to get along blissfully at work. It is my intention to stay positive with my coworkers and supervisor at work today. It is my intention to get through the day at work on a positive note, for example. So um, those are some of the intentions that I say, or I said the past couple of days. Boom, get off work. Here's your next segment, going home. It is my intention to make it home safely. It is my intention to not forget if I need to run any errand. Well, I said not. Let's rephrase that. It is my intention to make sure to complete all of my errands for the day. It is my intention to get home safe. I think I said already. Boom. Get home. Next segment of your life. Now, and you're doing all this like before you, like when you get in the car, you immediately start your intention. Like get in the car before you go home. You say your intention in your mind. You can write it down. 
writing it is even better. I have a, I bought a uh, journal, I guess is what you call it. It says happy thoughts on it just to remind me to keep thinking happy thoughts. And I write down my intentions in there. Um, so yeah, so you say your intentions beforehand. And I'm telling you, the past couple of days I've been doing that. And I'm not perfect. And I'm not saying it's not going to take practice, but it has helped. So it is my intention <laughs> to do this every day and to be proactive instead of re having to be reactive when I'm faced with a situation that I'm not happy with. And then also in my journal, I'm writing out positive affirmations, um, uh, using visualizations. I even made a manifestation playlist on my iTunes, like all these songs that get you in a good mood. Because here's the thing, you have to, if you can focus your attention on something that puts you in a positive state of mind and makes you feel good, quote unquote, for 17 seconds, y'all, just 17 seconds. If you can do that, it will change your day. It'll actually change your life to practice this stuff every day. So I have some pictures in my journal that I look at every now and then and songs that I listen to. So one of the songs that I listen to um, when I wake up, I'll put on uh, Mary J. Blige, Happy. And um, Tony, Tony, it feels good. Who else? What else I have in my playlist? Oh, my goodness. I have Little Duval. I'm living my best life. He is hilarious. But. So I listen to those in the morning, like try to listen to them in the morning when I'm getting ready for work or I listen to uh, Esther Hicks, something positive just to keep my mind in a positive state of being. So yeah, y'all, segment intending. Start setting your intentions on each segment of your life. And let me know if it works for you. I'm curious because it worked for me the past couple of days. Look, we're going to get through this together, y'all. I'm not just telling y'all stuff to do that I haven't done or that I'm not doing myself. So, yeah, let me know if it works, if you try it. Now, you don't have to just intent or set intentions for segments of your life and lives. You can also set intentions uh, just as a whole. One of my intentions is to have multiple streams of income. Like, I'm currently employed, but this will be the last time that I'm relying on one employer or one source of income. I want to have multiple streams of income. So I met a young lady last week, earlier this week, and she was like, get a binder, Just get a binder and put some tabs and, you know, make, you know, have your sections, uh, in the binder for each tab. And I'm like, that sounds really old school, but that shit sounds like exactly what I need because I have all of these ideas in my head you guys like I'm thinking about my podcast I'm thinking about uh, the all the businesses I want to have um I'm thinking about uh, types of uh vacations I want to go on my dream home my dream vehicle so I went and got a binder, and you guys should do this too. It's just a regular three-ring binder like he used to have back in the day in school. And then I have my tabs, and so I have different tabs for different things that, like, if I'm researching something during the day and, and it looks uh, like something that I need is important, I'll print it out and throw it in my binder. So I have, the, like, a podcast section, TikTok ads, 
Instagram as Travel Interior Decorating Entertainment. All of my LLC uh, accounts information. Um, and then I was talking to, it's, it's weird how you're trying to find out like, well, for me, when I'm trying to think about the multiple streams of income, things that I'd like to do and things that come natural to me. And one of the things is music. Like I love music. So I try to think of things I can do that's music oriented. But then I was talking, I was telling my daughter the other day about that. And she was like, well, what about interior decorating? And I never thought about interior decorating because I just never thought about interior decorating, but it is really like I've remodeled two rooms in my house so far and it looks really good. I had some pictures on my Instagram, but my next project I'm working on is the half bath downstairs. So all of my stuff just came in from Wayfair. Yes, I'm a Wayfair junkie. And now I just have to, this, now this is the first time I'm painting y'all. I don't know about this, but I'm going to try. I said, let me try on the smallest room. And everybody says, oh, painting is easy. It's a piece of cake. Watch. It's going to be easy. So, okay. Okay, I went and got my swatches. I got the color picked out. Uh, I have to just go get the rollers. And then I've been on YouTube, like, because the, the job is kind of, I wouldn't say it's hard, but. It might be a little difficult for me because, one, I never painted before. But, two, I'm going to be painting over wallpaper. So I've been looking on YouTube at all these different videos about how to paint over wallpaper. I think I got it, but we'll see. But I can't wait to start that project and take pictures. And I'll post it and tell you guys where you can see the pictures at. And then after that, I have one more room that I have to work on. But what do you guys think? So here's the thing. This is probably the biggest room in my house. So, should I? Now, I want to make it my zen room, meaning I have my, like, yoga mat in there already. Um, I have some zen. I bought some zen curtains and put some chakra curtains and zen curtains and put it up. Yeah, yeah. So, I need to repaint that. Uh, I want to add it, uh, some mirrors on the wall. But then I was thinking I need more closet space because... I need more closet space. So I can even make that room a closet. You know how they doing those home, uh, those DIY shows where they redo a room and they make it a closet and add the shelves, they add the, uh, the counter cabinets, little nice little furry rug. Um, what else? Uh, they just redo the whole room and make it a closet. I was thinking about doing that, but I'm like, that would really be a big ass closet. And I'm not a clothes junkie like that where I would need to have that much hanger, hanging space, or cabinet, or closet space, so to speak. So then I'm thinking maybe I could do half a closet, half Zen room. I don't know. I'm kind of taking my time, kind of seeing if it would just come to me naturally what I should do with that room. Because that's what I do most of the time when I'm redecorating. I just kind of take my time and go with the flow like whatever pops up in my head or whatever I see I get ideas from Pinterest Pinterest is like my best friend if I get an idea from Pinterest you know I'll just run with that idea and then it just rolls into a different idea keep rolling into the finished product and Wayfair actually if you, when you go on Wayfair or any website if they have reviews and the people post pictures those are places to get some good ideas for 
your DIY projects or even if you're trying to buy something, especially clothes. Oh my gosh, I'm not even gonna go. That's a whole nother topic. Sometimes it's very important. Ladies, all my Shein and uh, Fashion Nova and Boohoo ladies, let me tell you, I know for me when I look at the reviews and I look at the pictures and some of the pictures, I'm like, oh, never mind. I don't want that. Because the model that's modeling the clothes and the actual clothes that, well, when you see it on an actual, like, not real person, but when you see it on a a non-model person, it gives you a better idea of what that piece of clothing looks like. So looking at pictures of actual, I even look at pictures when I'm traveling, like when I'm trying to find, um, when we're trying to decide on what place to go to, like my husband and I will look at tons of the traveler's pictures. Like if you go on uh, TripAdvisor, you can look at the reviews and you can look at pictures. I always select travelers. I think it says travelers pictures, but anyway, it's always the pictures that are actually real pictures from actual tourists and visitors to that resort. Because if you look at the management picture, of course, they're going to show you the best picture that they have. They're going to show you the best of their resort that they have to offer. But some people are very honest and they show you the actual factual uh, what you're getting into. So always scroll down, guys. Look at those reviews and definitely look at the pictures on the reviews for anything. So for those who know and for those who don't know, my brand is Fits to a T. That's my Instagram name. So, you know, I'm all about eating healthy, working out. Um, I'm not like a health nut. Like I'm not a health guru. Just throughout the past 20 years or so, I've been doing different things to maintain my weight, to lose weight when I gain weight, like during pandemic. I think I gained about 30 pounds, to be honest. I'm not even going to lie. It was a hot mess. One, I was, I don't know if I was depressed, but I was just like, what the hell is going on with this COVID? Is this like Armageddon? Is this like The Walking Dead? The zombies going to start popping out? It was just like unbelievable. Anyway, so yeah, me and my husband both gained a lot of weight during COVID. I'm not even going to tell y'all the funny story on him because he probably won't let me tell y'all so I, yeah, anyway, it was hilarious. We, but recently, in the past two weeks, we've been trying, well, we started um, I-I-F-Y-M, which stands for If It Fits Your Macros. And basically, it's just like Weight Watchers, but harder because you have to, like, log in all your food. So you you enter your weight, your, uh, your uh, level of fitness, your sanitary level like do you walk around all day you have like a standing job a sit down job and blah 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 and then they give you your numbers the numbers they give you your calories what how much calories you should eat <clears throat> per day excuse me and <clears throat> sorry y'all hold on <clears throat> yeah i'm not stopping and re-recording but anyway they give you your calories that you need for the day your fat grams, your carbohydrates, grams, and yes, you need carbs, people. You need carbs. And your protein grams for the day. Um, but this particular website is pretty good because uh, for a little bit, little 
little cost, and I'm not getting paid for this, little cost, like $7 a week, they will send you customized meal plans geared towards whatever your macros are uh, and workouts. So I've been doing it. I just finished my second week. This is my third week, and my husband is on his second week. And so in two weeks, I lost probably about four pounds. But women, we are built different. Like, our weight can fluctuate. I can get on the scale right now, and it'll be different than what I got on the scale this morning. That's just how it is. And and, and right now, when I'm doing this podcast, it's about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, you know, women, y'all feel me. Our bodies are some garbage when it comes to that scale and retaining water and Oh, it's just terrible. But yeah, so I was about four pounds in two weeks. That's a pretty good amount. So I'm curious to see, you know, how far I can go or how much success I can have with this. I think my husband lost two pounds so far in two weeks, which is good. It's average. You should lose one to two pounds per week. The recipes, the meals are very good. As a matter of fact, I just posted my first snack of the day on my instagram but i will post it i did it in the story but i'll post it i'll put it on there as a post so you guys can see it because by the time this podcast airs the story will be gone because you know it's only 24 hours whatever so yes if it fits your macros i-i-f-y-m you also should uh download or sign up for my fitness pal if you have not done so and i use that as well to log in all of my meals Oh, the good thing about if it fits your macros, here, here it is, y'all. So I like to drink on the weekend, wine, liquor, whatever. You can tweak your numbers to fit in alcohol. Yeah. Now I got some of y'all's attention. You can tweak your numbers. And when I say tweak, you can take away some food from your day. Let's just say, like, today's Friday. I know I want to get turned. Because um, me and my husband like to get turned. We're grown. We can get turned. And plus, we're empty nesters. No one is home now anyway but the dog. So we really get turned. Close your ears, kids, because I know they're listening to my podcast. But anyway, so we want to get turned. Um, I'll look at, you know, our meals or our macros for the day and then just the duck. Um, because, like, with vodka, it's about 60, let's just say 70 calories uh, per shot in vodka. So if you're going to have at least two to three nice drinks they say you should you can either deduct your you can deduct numbers from your carbohydrates or numbers from your fat now since i'm on a program on my if it fits your macros my program is still low carb but i still eat carbs because i just ate half, half a rice cake just now but anyway mine is low carbs western low carbs so i like to deduct my numbers for alcohol from my fat because no, I know my fat for the day is probably a little bit higher than my carbs. And when I say fat, it's not bad fats like avocado, tuna. All those things are high in fat that you should be eating. Brazilian nuts, uh, pumpkin seeds. So I'll deduct my fat totals. I'll deduct my alcohol consumption from my fat total. So let me just say by doing that, it works. I haven't gained any weight. I'm still able to lose weight. So it's very important. What I've learned from If It Fits Your Macros is it's very important to actually weigh your food and control how much you eat. A lot of these fast food places and restaurants give you too much food to eat in one setting. Like seriously, we should not be eating a Big Mac 
and a small fry. I'm going to say small because some people eat a Big Mac and a large fry in one meal. We should not be eating a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, milkshake, and them good-ass waffle fries in one meal. The waffle fries are the bomb. But before we were doing If It Fits Your Macros, we were still kind of like, Watch what we eat, but not weigh it. And I'm going to tell y'all, go get a food scale. Weighing your food is so important because you can eyeball, your eyes can, can mislead you. You can be hungry and just go and grab whatever to eat. And that whatever that you grab is probably too much to be eating at one time. You can go back. And, 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 the, way, and the way they package these products, it doesn't help. Like, a small pack of Dorito, bag of Doritos is still very high in in fat and calories. And then on the back, when you read the nutritional facts on the back, it'll say 180 calories. And some people look at it and say, oh, it's only 180 calories. But guess what? It's 180 calories per serving. And guess how many servings might be in that bag? 2.5. So now you have to multiply 180 times 2.5. And that's how much you're really eating in that bag of Doritos. I know it sounds like too much or like, I know it sounds like difficult to to understand. But once you kind of understand like the basics, it really becomes easy. Once you learn how to read the back of labels, it really becomes easy. You have to pay attention, focus on like the serving, how many servings is in that product. And then at the fast food places, they don't even like, now it's like an, it's, it's a regulation that they have to list the calories. I don't know if you guys noticed at some of the fast food places, they have the calories for their meals, but I still think it's a little off. I still think it's not accurate because some of them are using vegetable oil, which is not good for you. I'm not a fan of peanut oil. Um, yeah, so it is in your best interest. And I'm not saying I don't eat out at fast food or restaurants because I do every now and then. But it is in your best interest to cook and make your meals at home and prep and pack your meals every day. If you're not going to prep, if you're not going to pack every day, still at least cook your, your meals at home and get the food scale so you can weigh your foods. And if you want to go on, if it fits your macros.com, you can. Like I said, I'm not getting paid for this. So it doesn't really matter if you do or don't to me. Well, it matters to me. Let me just say that. It matters to me. I want you to go on there, but, you know, I'm not getting paid for it. So I'm telling you guys this for free. Okay? All right? Yeah, so I forgot to mention that. Yeah, you know, I, I gained the 30 pounds, but I I have been lost to 30 pounds, people. Like, it's been well over six months. So I know y'all were probably like, she gained 30 pounds, but she don't look like she gained 30 pounds. But if you go on TikTok, on my TikTok, there's a video that I have, like, my before and after. And my TikTok is, you know it, Meek with the Deets. You'll see the video where I show my transition from last January to now. Yeah, so I forgot to say that. I was like, uh, oh, let me just clarify that. I'm still not lugging around them 30 pounds now, people. Hold on. And the hubby lost his weight. I don't know how much he can. He probably didn't gain as much as me. You know how men are. But yeah, so 
you check it out. My TikTok, Meek with the Deets, the video, my before and after. And then you can also look at my other videos of, you know, where I'm currently at. So, yeah. And now we get to the best part of my show. I-K-Y-F-L. I know you fucking lie. I don't even have a lot to say about this topic, but the shit is just hilarious. I'm not really following it. Uh, I keep getting, like, pop-ups and alerts from my Facebook page about Amanda. Is it last name? Hearst? Amanda and them. Amanda Hearst and um, Johnny Depp and his lawsuit against her. It's hilarious have you guys been following it like i don't know what's going on i just know he's suing her for defamation what did i get amanda anyway her name is amber heard and he is a filing or has filed because they're in court now a 50 million dollar defamation lawsuit against her saying that you know she basically do shit on his name saying all this stuff like he abused her, he's a piece of shit, he's a drug addict, he ain't shit, his mom ain't shit. And it's just funny, cause like some of the memes they're making from the um, from the court case. So I'm curious to see who's going to win. Who do y'all think is going to win? Amber or Johnny? I always like Johnny Depp. You know, all those actors, they all are kind of eclectic in their own right anyway, but I like eclecticness. Like, you should be yourself. You should, like, stand out. You shouldn't be, like, a molded person, like, fits in a mold, like, what everybody else is doing. And that's what Johnny Depp, he's always been, like, that type of person to me. So I can't wait to see what happens. Um, and the D.C.-based attorney for my DMV folks is actually actually representing Johnny Depp. Uh, I don't know if that's why the hearing is in Virginia, I believe. But, yeah, so the attorney, Adam Waldman, is representing Johnny Depp throughout this whole trial. And Amber is also countersuing Johnny Depp as well. So this is this is funny. Like, this is where our taxpayer dollars are going. But 50 million, does Amber even have $50 million? Because she claims that she lost a lot of money because Johnny Depp wouldn't let her work. He was very jealous, wouldn't want her to do certain scenes or wouldn't want her to accept certain roles. So he's, where's she going? Where's, if, uh, Johnny, if you win, honey, where you going to get 50 million from Amber from? That's, you know something we don't know. Amber must got a trust fund somewhere we don't know about. I, who is Amber Heard anyway, y'all? I don't even know who Amber Heard is. I'm sorry. Y'all might think I'm lame. You're like, you don't know Amber? I don't know Amber Heard. But anyway, I know you fucking lying. Thanks for listening to Meek with the Deets. If it's entertainment, health and fitness, and mental health, we're talking about it. It's our passion, and we hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can find all our social media handles at Linktree at Fitz2AT. Y'all be cool, and we'll see you next time.